Welcome to the Conversation of Money podcast, where this year we are sharing 52 financial tips to transform your finances. So if you want to be better at managing your money, you want to pay off debt, you want to buy your first home, or you want to learn about investing and where to invest, how to begin, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Peter Komalafe, and I'm so thrilled to have you here. So without further delay, let's get into this week's episode. Hey guys, and welcome to a bonus video for this week. If you're part of the community, you'll know that we are talking about debt over the next couple of weeks. And in the video posted on Monday, you could probably tell that I've had a very personal journey with debt myself. So whilst I give you guys tips and I try and teach you guys about finances and and money, and I give you all these tips, I wanted to share my personal story with you guys because I hope that it will inspire you to take action in your life and to deal with your situation. I know that these things are often very, very painful to face. They are very, very difficult to face, especially when you know that you're gonna have to go through a little bit of pain to do that. And these decisions aren't made easily, but I wanted to share my story to how I paid off £12,500 in six months last year. Now, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll know that conversation of money, the account started in January. So the email for £12,500, which was the invoice I got telling me that I owed this money, arrived in the second week of January, so just as I started out with conversation of money. Um, So I'm gonna talk to you about that. I'm gonna give you a few tips, tell you how I did it and hopefully that inspires you. If you're watching this on YouTube, by the way, this is part of a 52-week series where I'm giving 52 financial tips for this year, tips that will transform finances, that will transform the way you deal with money in your financial life. So if you are new to me, please do subscribe and hit the notification bell as well so that you can get notified every time I upload a video on a Monday. If you're listening to this on the podcast, Thank you for dialing in. So a little bit of background is probably worthwhile to help you understand how I got to the point of owing £12,500. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll know I've worked in financial services for 15 years. I'm a qualified financial advisor. I'm a qualified mortgage advisor. So my career in financial services basically dictates that I cannot afford to have any defaults, mispayments, late payments, any bad debt on my credit file because on a regular basis, we have to go through uh, fit and proper tests. And if anything like that pops up on my file, it means that it basically impacts my employability, my ability to do a job. So for me personally, having a really clean credit file and a healthy financial life is is top of my agenda because it affects my ability to, to earn a living. So that's quite important to acknowledge. Not everybody's in the same situation as I am. And therefore, because of my situation, I have uh, an adversity towards uh, debt. It's something that I don't like having, um, particularly because as I alluded to in, in the video on Monday, and if you haven't watched that video, by the way, I'll link it up here. Um, I've had issues with money management in the past. I've had issues with debt in the past. When I was you know, 19, 18, 20 maybe, I was bouncing you know, checks back then. I was using overdrafts. I was doing all sorts of stuff that you shouldn't do from a financial point of view. And 
truth be told, I don't actually know how I start, got my career started in financial services because you need a clean credit score to work in a bank. And back then it was, you know, prestigious to work for a bank. And I don't know how I managed to do that, but what got me there was poor money management. And I've had my struggles with credit cards. I've had my struggles with overdrafts and all those kind of things. So for me to finally then last year, second week of January last year, to get an invoice via email to say that you owe 12 and a half thousand pounds, for me, that was a big well, I need to address this because I don't want this going down a route where this could be, you know, prop up on my credit file in, in any way, shape or form. How I got there was by business. Um, I, like I said, I'm a financial, a qualified financial advisor. I run a financial planning business, my own financial planning business for a period of time. And I went into partnership with somebody and we parted ways amicably, agreeably, um, so, you know, I covered my cost, she covered her cost and lo and behold, I think it was about six or seven months afterwards, I got a letter in the post, well, an email um, to say that I owe £12,500 as a, uh, a business expense that hadn't been covered under our agreement. And I had a couple of choices. I could, you know, fight against it because I didn't agree with the fact that I owed £12,500, certainly not under the terms of the business arrangement that we had. But I also faced the choice of, well, if I fought it and it went to the courts or she decided she wanted to set it into a debt collector's, that it potentially affects my career. And therefore, I decided, well, let's knuckle down and let's actually address this. So how did I do it? Well, the first step that I took was to basically understand what I had coming in and what I had going out at the time. And this is the kind of stuff that I'm talking about in the community, the stuff that we covered in weeks two and three. And this is why, you know, we talked about reviewing some of that stuff in week five, because that's really, really important. You know, budgeting, as boring as it sounds, is the foundation to everything, particularly if you're looking at repaying debt. And at the time, I had to look at everything that I had coming in, everything that I had going out, and I had to cut a few things. So in the, when I was creating my spending plan, I tried to make my disposable part as big as possible so I could allocate funds to this debt and for me it was very very important to make sure that i didn't have this debt hanging over my head longer than six months because i just don't like the idea of owing a person money i wanted to get rid of it that's just my psychology that's just the way my mind works i don't know if it works the same for you but it meant that i used that as fuel to get rid of some things and actually not do a few things that I would normally do on a monthly basis because I knew that this was my priority now. So budgeting was a really, really big thing for me. And, you know, when you're looking at debt and you're looking at paying these things off, it's very, very easy for us to, as people, to look at things in the short term and not think long term. So the second thing that I did was I had to look at some of my assets, some of the things that I could dispose of fairly quickly to get some cash. And I fully understand, a lot of people won't be in a position where you have assets lying around that you can literally just get rid of for some cash to allocate to some debt. And that is a painful thing to do, especially if it's something that you've worked hard to acquire in the first place, or that thing is a memento of a previous success or a previous um, win that you've had. And that was really what happened with me. I had a beautiful Rolex, which was a symbol of the success that I had 
three, four, five years prior to that, and I bought it as a reward to myself. But frankly speaking, I had this thing on my wrist that was appreciating in value. I sold it for more than what I actually bought it for. But in the whole scheme of things, I thought, well, actually, I can buy another one of these later on. And therefore, I disposed of that watch to give me a little bit of cash to help me with my short term goal of making sure that I could pay this, this debt off within the time frame that I wanted to get it paid off in. And that gave me about £8,000 in the end for this watch. I allocated that money. Now, not everybody's gonna be in the position where they're gonna have that, which makes step number one even more important, trying to make your disposable pot as big as possible so you can allocate some cash. The third thing that I did, which was the easy part really, was to implement the monthly payment strategy. So I allocated £1,000 a month to go to this, to, to this lady, to my ex-business partner, and I did that via standing order via my bank. I think that automating that process made it a lot easier for me to deal with because when you physically have to send somebody £1,000, it's very easy to get into that negative place in your head around how did you get here and oh my God, it's £1,000 and so on and so forth automating the process for me made that step a lot easier to deal with. But guys, that's really my my personal story. I know that your situation will be very, very different to mine. I completely acknowledge that. I'm lucky enough to be in a position where I can have a thousand pounds disposable income just to throw out a debt like this. So many of you won't be able to do that. What's important though is that whatever it is that you can afford on a monthly basis, whatever sacrifices that you have to make, first and foremost, you have to be honest with yourself in the fact that you're going to have to make those sacrifices in the first place. And second of all, just acknowledge and realize that whilst you might be going through short-term pain, and this could be very, very difficult, particularly if you have children and a sacrifice that you have to make is not having the Cartoon Network on Sky. That can be really painful. And if you do get to the point where you acknowledge that you have to make that sacrifice and you do make that sacrifice, just know it is short-term pain for long-term gain. You're not going to be there forever. You will get to a place where you're going to be so much better off. And this thing that's hanging over your head is going to be gone. It is only for the short term. Please always do bear that in mind um, whenever you're dealing with debt. Next Monday, I am going to be giving you tips, things that you can do for the different kind of debts that you might hold, be it credit cards, overdraft, personal loans, car finance, uh, and there was one other one as well. Um, I can't remember what it is. You'll find that on Monday. Again, if you're watching this, you've not joined the community, there is a link down in the description to the community. It's free to join. It costs you absolutely nothing. These tips come out on a weekly basis. Like I said, it's a 52 series. There's lots more to come throughout 2020. Another great episode down, but our journey together doesn't have to end here. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on whatever app you're listening on right now. And please don't forget to give us a good rating. That would mean the world to me. If you feel connected to the podcast and you found value in the episode that you've listened to today, join our free community where you will find 
free resources and more in-depth content on all things finance and money. And you will also find a community where you'll be supported by people who are on a similar journey to you. Links to our free community can be found on our website, conversationofmoney.com or on our Instagram at conversationofmoney. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Again, it means the world to me. I'm your host, Peter. Until next week, take care.